You are listening to an SAFM podcast, 104 to 107 nationwide. Stream us live on www.safm.co.za or via the SABC Plus app. SABC News, independent and impartial. As the country continues to observe the 16 days of activism for no violence against women and children campaign, it's been reported that in South Africa about 34% of reported common assault cases this year are linked to domestic violence, which highlights the ongoing issue of gender-based violence in the country. Somila Gogoba, team leader at My Law Legal, joins us on the line to shed some light on the hidden crisis of financial abuse in the current economic climate among middle-class women in the country. A very good morning to you and welcome. Morning and thank you for having me. Ms. Gogoba, how prevalent is financial abuse among women who are primary earners in South Africa? GPV is still a huge problem in South Africa, as you just mentioned, with the 34% of it being the, um, all the assault cases reported, right? And um, the financial abuse is also a huge problem, even though it's often overlooked with only like 60% of the country around it enforcing it um, within its laws, right? And now that's the effect that it has, which is leading to the long financial trauma, um, which, which is called like with the debt problems. So that's the current problem um, mm. situation here, where women are our uh the primary breadwinners in the households, but still need to look at all the domestic um, duties, such as um, childcare, the the personal loans that they have to take, which takes up like 80% of um, the debt review industry for the women, and the credit card, just to ensure that they sustain their day-to-day living. So how does... Uh patriarchal society where men normally leads and traditional gender roles contribute mm-hmm. to this increase of financial abuse of women? What's currently happening is that um, men or partners are relying on their women and they're not actively looking for employment. So now they're relying on the women for them to take care of them financially. And that's where these statistics are coming in, where women find themselves in debt or having to then um, consume more debt to ensure that it ma- it um, matches their everyday life. Um, there's a report that the National Debt Advisors has actually given where they say that um, when they classify or categorize um, their, their data into men and women, Women fall part of um, the biggest clientele, um, where they are they are taking loans on unsecured loans, and and men just focus on um, assets. And now that's causing all of this contradiction because now it's putting a lot of strings in households that um, that's affecting or that contributes into all the other abuse, emotional abuse, the physical abuse, and so forth. Because finance is such a huge um, struggle within households with the credit cards and everything else that it comes with. Mm. Now you mention it, but in what way do, do some of these partners manipulate the employment dynamics by avoiding work completely and relying then entirely on their partners for financial support? Some 
avoid some deliberately want to destroy partners' credit history where um, they're not being honest about their credit history. Um, you find that people are in certain positions because their partners took loans and now they've got judgments. Mm. Um, you would find out that some other partners are using um, their partners' finances and manipulating their finances with which um, affects their budgets or their monthly plans. So not just them not going to work, but like some might use, because men come, have like a, a strong persona. So they, they, use, they use the financial abuse, which is um, the, the power to manipulate or control someone else's finances. So those are part of um, mm. the... the, the, the um, the manipulation that is mentioned um, when it mm-hmm. when we're speaking about the gender roles. So, so what are the recommended steps then for women to recover from financial abuse and to regain their financial freedom? Mm. First and foremost, they should seek professional help. Secondly, they can work on this of safeguarding their finances by building a safety financial net for the future, regardless of whether they will leave immediately or not. Right. And when you eventually do leave, they must make sure that they safeguard um, their finances by changing their passwords and setting up fraud alerts of all of their accounts. And finally, they can work on rebuilding their credit score. And at Milo, we offer services like Credit Booster, which can assist consumers to rebuild their credit score and start their way back to a healthier financial um, journey. I thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much. That was Sumila Gogoba, the team leader at My Law Legal. You can find SAFM Current Affairs on 104 to 107 nationwide. Our podcasts are available for download on all our digital platforms. SAFM, leading the conversation.